Hello everybody and welcome back to the second part of our episode zero of Game of the Decade Deliberations <laughs> for Fanbyte.com. Uh, I'm still not sure if I'm going to put this in the, the uh, feed as one episode or two. We'll find out. Two. All right. Th- I, it the, sounds I, like a, a double. I've heard like, from on high trouble. that it's a double. Um, yeah, uh, this is Steven Strom, managing editor of uh, Fanbyte.com. I am joined by one John Warren who just uh, gave me an executive command right now. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? I'm joined by Danielle Riendo, who you also just heard. Hi, hello. Uh, we've also got Dylan. Uh, oh, hi. Who we, doesn't have a last name? No, He's like Cher. Dylan Dylan. Dylan Cher Skiffington. Um... <laughs> Honestly, you could do worse. <laughs> he's, he's named after he's named after the clueless character, not Cher, the yes. uh, musician. <laughs> right? Yeah. The yeah, Pride and Prejudice character, Cher. Uh huh. <laughs> Is that a character in Pride and Prejudice? <laughs> anyway, uh, we've got Merrick K. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. We also finally got Nicholas Grayson. Hi, I'm here. We are all here together to decide the top 50 games of the last decade from the years 2010 to 2019. Last episode, depending, you know, it, it could be right, like, just yesterday. It could have been five minutes ago for you. It could Depending on when you're downloading this, depending on when I upload them, you might have heard this at different times. We came to the conclusion that there are 26 games so far that we definitely want to have on this list. And we have currently, uh, if I just do the control F thing here, 33 that we've cut. We have 134. We started with 125 games on this list. We, inc- we, we increased it before the end of that thing, uh, which is always how it was going to go. But we've only got a short number of them left to go through. So I think we can just go right back into it and kind of like maybe yeah. start over again so here. just to be clear again we are in the phase where we're going through things that weren't immediately cut where we're like yeah. is is this going to be in the top 50 or not yeah yeah we're, do we need to have a conversation about this or should we just cut it right now or does it have to be on this list and we ended at episode we at uh, episode at uh, game number 100 titanfall 2 last time i believe that mm-hmm. brings us to number 101 super hot super hot that makes the list. It's pretty good. I think Super Hot is on the list. I think Super Hot is on the list. It's. I think it's I the think... only VR game that's good. Yes. Mm. Yes. When we had a, a an argument. Oculus, <laughs> when we had an Oculus <laughs> at our place, the two games that I would show people were Super Hot and Google Earth. And Google oh. Earth, maybe not really a game. Um, <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, can we put Google enough, Earth on this list? Fun. It's a toy. But Super Hot, yeah. Super Hot VR is technically a different experience, but we're on this list. We've already included a bunch of other games as being multiple games anyway, so like kind of whatever. <laughs> they 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 kind of like complement each other. I feel like those are complementary experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Hot VR is basically just levels of Super Hot, but in the cool VR stuff. So yeah, I think that's green. We're gonna we're gonna put it on this list. That brings us up to twenty seven that we are fairly certain are going to be on the top fifty here. Now we have No Man's Sky. Now, are we talking about the first year of No Man's Sky? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ah! I mean, uh, the entirety of the No Man's Sky experience came out in this decade, so I think we can yeah, talk no, about that. You know? That's true. It's I true. played that game a lot. Same. Um, Me too. I, I like it. Me too. I don't know if it's top 50, though. I don't know if it's top 50 either. I Name agree. 50 games immediately. <laughs> I just think I, I just think that it is it is <laughs> mine it is space being very reductive here. It is space Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Nope. 
And there are games that are both <laughs> nope. space. It's not space Minecraft. And Minecraft. It's not space Minecraft. What do you mean it's not space what Minecraft? What do you mean it's not space that Minecraft? That game is not space Minecraft. It is space it's Minecraft. more no, exploration it's focused. No, it's not. That game is not space Minecraft. How is it not space Minecraft? That's like the wrong building. reduction. It's what? got space and Minecraft in it. No, it doesn't. What is. Okay. Wait, does how really does it have Minecraft? Minecraft? I've never played it, but it always seems to me to just be about like whole, flying no, around and like. Doesn't make it Minecraft. No, yeah. there's the whole building aspect. Okay, but like, so does you could say it's it's Fortnite in space. Well, you could say it's Fallout Four in space. Well, okay, but that does, does, does not, building does that that game does not have the bones or soul of Minecraft. I guess. It does does not, building it have yeah. to happen in Minecraft? Is there a way to play Minecraft without building things? Yeah, an absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Plus, I actually I will... don't know because I never played Minecraft. <laughs> so part, Listen, part of I'm, I'm not. I still. Agree I'm not. I'm game. not just a contrarian for contrarian's sake. I just think that's the wrong reduction. Yeah. I've got science. I think science John, you were. Science. I think that game became more Minecraft over time when they added the terrain manipulator. The fact that you can just like reshape that world, like on the fly. But the that's way that such you can. a. Sh- but that's such a shallow mechanic, though. Whereas Minecraft's mechanic is actually. Deceptively deep, even though it appears to be simple. It's got electricity. So yeah, I, Minecraft I, has coding. So like, I, I <laughs> yeah, you can you can make PlayStation or you can make Pokemon Blue in Minecraft. I don't you think you can do that stuff. in No Man's Sky. Is that how okay. you made your new PC, Merit? Yeah, it's my PC is actually no, my PC is actually just like a very complex game of life uh, setup. <laughs> That's so, simulating I, a PC. Maybe Good. maybe I'm being maybe I'm being pedantic. No, get it off. The well, list. here's I was gonna say, ignoring <laughs> all the reductions, I don't think anybody on the on this call is fighting for this game to be on this list. Yeah, I no. think it's a moot point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I it's think like it's a cow's close. opinion. I think it's close. I don't think it's there. It's very pretty though. It is very pretty. It's very cool. I played a lot of it. It's gotten much better. The it's janky and the like the. I don't know, redemptive arc of that game is kind of interesting, but I think there's a better game on this list that has a better redemptive arc, if we're going to talk about oh. that. Oh, it's a great story. Like, yeah. it's 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 one of the stories of the decade, I think. Sure. But, uh, That's not the name of this podcast. That, that is, not, is not the name of this podcast. We're it should have been Pokemon Snap. Yeah, we're instead... It's for. <laughs> Yeah, if uh, Danielle, uh, one of the first videos you ever did uh, back at Zam.com, I remember was definitely your Pokemon Snap in No Man's Sky video, and that was very good. Yes. So that was Thank that you. was if that was eligible for Game of the Decade, I would put that on this list. But no, exactly. Like taking pictures of the weird things that you find that, and like making a point-based system or a crafting system or something based on that, that would have been the coolest game ever. Yeah, I'd buy that. Yeah. Uh, game that is nothing like any of those things, Bastion. It's just kind of like a top-down 2D action game from the makers of also Pyre, uh, who went on to Supergiant Games, who went on to make Pyre, uh, Transistor, and Hades. Hey, I think actually of those games, uh, I probably like Hades the most, but it's still in early access, so it's probably, I don't yeah. think it's really eligible, but Bastion is, I think, a seminal game in terms of just like yeah. style and art and storytelling type stuff. Does all that stuff very well? Is it a top also, 50 game? It feels like it was... I agree. I mean, it, the timing of it feels like it was in sort of that... Like, the second wave, maybe, of, like, big... Yeah. Main, like, big indie productions. And, yeah. uh... It's a very good game. Like, very, I don't know. It would be on my list. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think I'd put it on. If this was, like, it's... the humble Supergiant bundle, of, like... <laughs> <laughs> all of their games i i there's no question for me that it would be on this list right um i actually think pyre might be better than bastion but bastion is the more formative 
game for that studio and, and sort of their aesthetic. So yeah. I'm okay with it being, you know, the one that shows up. Yeah, I'm, I actually feel that way, but for Transistor. Like, I think Transistor sure. is a better game than Bastion, actually. But I, and it, I'm i okay with Bastion being the representative. But yeah, I you guess, like you sense. sit someone down in front of Bastion, and it's like, whoa. It instantly makes sense. It instantly right. makes sense. It's like pretty straightforward. It gets complex as you go. But then like yeah. the narration, I think anyone who hasn't really seen that, and it's still kind of novel. Like, mm-hmm. No one yeah. has really done that again, and it was a really cool idea. It did also give us the best Dota 2 announcer pack, which is the Rux, um, like, you know. Okay. Uh, that this guy looks like a windbag. Morphling looks like a windbag. Never did trust him. <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's really the best That's thing pretty good. Fashion. Yeah. That wasn't yeah. bad. Logan Lampton has a hell of a voice. Um, yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, I... I don't know if this is in my personal top fifty, but I don't. I don't. I don't want to fight it being a top fifty either. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna put it in green. Okay. Hotline Miami. Yes. I love Hotline be, Miami. Would not be in mine, but I. Hmm. Again, definitely in that. Oh, it was like a couple of years after Bastion, right? Yeah, Hotline Miami was definitely. I. Th- I feel like Hotline Miami, if. Bastion was a summer of arcade, like, in yes. that wave of, yeah. like, five indie games came out every year. And then Hotline mm-hmm. Miami was the thing that, to me, opened up the floodgates of the Devolver Digital, like, mid-core indie, not actually indie because they literally have a publisher, kind of pixel art games, yeah. kind of flooding so, the world. Here, here's what I'll say about Hotline Miami. It kept crashing <laughs> whenever oh. I tried to play it. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's a really hollow game. Hmm. I think it's yeah. I think it's a game that uh, basically takes these aesthetics from other uh, from you know like film and I think basically one of the reasons why it did so well like I, I I understand that it's like a satisfying game to play when you get it right and it's sort of like a puzzle right of you're like running around yeah. doing stuff really quickly but I think it impressed so many people in games because they didn't. <laughs> Because they hadn't seen this before, because they only play video games. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely seeing more of that whole, like, no one has a frame of reference, so they're very impressed by something kind of thing. Like, oh, guys in jackets with weird animal things? Whoa, that's so But I also definitely don't want to reduce people liking that game to that, though. Because I do think it did... I do think it, it brought the, kind of like you were saying, a puzzle dynamic to... You know, it did, like, if this makes sense, it's like John Wick Hex slowed down what Hotline Miami probably actually accomplished better. Right. Mm. Like, like, if you're going through corridors or these, like, small rooms to eradicate people and you're extremely vulnerable, I actually think Hotline Miami did that better than John Wick Hex did. Yeah. For, like... For what that's trying to do. I think like, John Wick Hex was trying to appeal to an audience that maybe doesn't play a lot of video games. And oh, so, sure, sure, sure. You know? No, and, and I'm not trying to criticize that game in, in order to praise this one. I'm yeah, just saying, yeah. like, like if that was the vibe that we were trying to... Like, when I watch John Wick, I go, oh, wow, that's really... that's uh, Oh, did it work? Yeah. Okay, sorry. sorry. I'm actually... That was... Ter- cut all of this, Stephen. <laughs> cut me saying all of this. Oh, no. I'm this having a technical moment. Uh, no. Um, but it's like, 
I I do remember being impressed by just the feeling of like when I got a room really right in Hotline Miami, that did feel good. Yeah. yeah. That did feel good. I, I would not put 50 games... I, I, I would not put it above, like... Yeah. I would not put it in my 50, but I also won't, like, argue against the um, the very young people in this conversation that love that game. Oh, what? Oh, look wow. Oh, oh, Dylan and Nick said it You just said it would be in the top 50. No, I said yes. In oh. reference to the fact that it was the next game on the list. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, I, really? I thought that's what you were doing before. too, Nikki, as I thought you were oh saying my yes, God. it has to be on this list. Okay, no, so it's I've not then, right? <laughs> I'm putting it in yellow. Also, Hotline Miami 2. I never played it, but it sounds like it was kind of a disappointment. And maybe what is Heat Signature? <laughs> well, so you just added. Well, Heat Signature's good. Heat Signature is super good. So that's why I added Heat Signature <laughs> to this list because Heat Signature is like Hotline Miami. Is like <laughs> but the systemic. Way but systemic and way better and, like, with this weird yeah. sort of Coenzian kind of, like, <laughs> Rube Goldberg machine element to everything. Uh, and, like, it's Heat Signature is a game where you start off and you're like, what, what, what is going on over there? What is what is happening? No, what? I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm just still laughing at the fact that I did this, like, ten-minute defense <laughs> of Hotline Miami <laughs> and, like, fucking Nikki didn't even like or play the game. Oh, my God. I'm just, like, sitting here just, like... Orating, like listen, like let's not reduce Nikki's liking this game, dude. Not, never have <laughs> a frame so of reference. I mean, young Nicholas is allowed to like this game. It did very, did a lot of good things. It did not be that. Oh, you never played it? Oh, fucking cool. All right, like let's move on. Then. Jesus Christ. Uh, so anyway, okay, sorry. Heat signature does rule. Never, Keep going. I don't even know what that is. Heat Signature came out, I think, like, last year. It's, it's it so 2017. 2017, okay. Somehow I, to- I totally flew past my radar. I don't know how. It did not have a... I don't think it really had a huge following. Like, I don't think it really picked up a lot of steam. It does... Do you ever listen to Something True, that podcast? Uh, in the <laughs> no, I've network? never listened to a podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> Danielle, have you ever listened to that podcast on your network? <laughs> yes. Okay. I so have. They have a really great trailer that is narrated by that guy who does the Something True uh, stuff, too. Um, that it kind of just explains the entire game, which I almost want to... I'm actually tempted to just pull it up, because it's actually... The entire trailer is just a really good, like, two-minute, like, or, like, you know narrated what? version of this. You know what? If if there's a strong push for it, that's fine. I don't... I I, I don't feel like it's worth the time for me to, like, to try oh, and understand yeah. I mean, it. Does... The, this is the guy that made Gunpoint. I was going right? to say, yeah, this is also yeah. the follow-up to Gunpoint. So Tom Francis joint. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pent- Pentadact. What? Excuse me. Pardon me. Of- it is a Pentadact joint. I, I didn't know that had a name, that their, their studio had a name. I thought it was like a Bennett Foddy situation. Uh, that's his handle on Twitter. I don't know if that's the oh. studio name. Yeah, Heat Signature is, yeah, it's it's like a roguelite hotline Miami set in space that's systemic and your characters can, like, retire and die. And then it's like, and it's all about, like, doing the hotline Miami thing of, like, all these murder puzzles, but you have, like, just dozens more weird tools at your disposal and weird enemy types that you need to, like, get past where, like, an enemy type will be, like, armored. And so you can't just shoot them with a gun. You need to, like, get up on them and actually melee them. Uh, so you can maybe pick up a, tele- a short-range teleporter that lets you, like, d- jump forward five feet. And then you'll get right up on them, but then that'll alert guards that will run into the room. So, like, you're, like, holding up a guard, you know, as a body shield because they're, they're armored, they're bulletproof. So, and then you, but you're still, like, locked in a room with a bunch of, like, seven guys running at you. So you can, like, turn around, drop that guard... Slow down time for a split second, shoot out a window into space, suck yourself out into space, call your ship, your ship will come pick you up, and then you can 
run back to a different airlock that isn't locked anymore, but then there's like a five, you know, 20 second timer left before like everything goes into lockdown and the ship escapes and all this stuff. It's just, it's just wild. It's like very, like, it's just this kind of like nonstop kind of everything falling apart around you and uh, you fucking up like a, a huge dingus, but then when you get it right, it feels so good. Immersive uh, sim. Yeah, I mean, it's basically a top-down <laughs> immersive sim with like Kinda, w- yeah. lots of lots and lots of different like little factors at play at all times, and then it has this kind of cool loop of like, if you retire or if you if you get captured, if your character dies and they they get captured, and then you can like then play as the son of that character or the daughter of that character, and then like your mission in the game from that point forward as that character will be like go rescue your dad or whatever, and then that'll give you special stuff or you have these randomly generated like life goals and stuff like that. It's it's cool. It's very very cool. Um, it would be in my top fifty. I just kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit. I don't know that like. My personal love of that game is maybe necessarily enough. I don't know. Like, how do other people feel based on what I just said? I I don't think I've played enough of it to yeah. really like go one way or the other. I played a little bit of it and stopped. What if um, I What if I just leave it in bold for now and we come back later and see if we've already got fifty other games that I like better? Sure. Speaking of games that I like a lot, and I think Danielle as well, Butterfly oh, yeah. Soup. Oh yeah, this is. Can I make an argument? Yeah. All right. I would love it I if think, you made an argument. I think this is one of both, as a game, I love very much. And it's also a, just a great example on this list to represent the good side of very, very cheap sort of personal game making. Right. Now, I know there's a lot of, like, really, frankly, not very good games that, you know, a single person or a tiny, tiny, tiny project have made. And that's okay. And I'm fine with that. But this is personal it's funny it is a visual novel about like queer asian american girls who play on a baseball team yeah uh and it's it there are moments in this game that made me crack up there is a great use of recorder music for example (laughs) yes Uh, it's very well done and it's like a quick it was like a free game that you could pay uh the creator for like a little art book or something it was just like a really good model for hey i made a really cool thing a funny thing an expressive thing you don't need to necessarily pay for this thing, but if you want to throw me a few bucks, that's cool. So it is yeah. both, like, the thing itself, I think, is really wonderful, and it also does kind of represent, like, oh, the best of that model. Right, and and yeah, I will say it's not much of a game. Like, in the... Mm-hmm. In a, I think, a decade where a lot of visual novels have done a lot of very interesting things, your Danganronpas of the world, for instance, your, your 999s. Neo, Neocab, recently. Neocab, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. If There's, like, almost no actual, like... The game doesn't play with the medium at all. It's just a visual novel um, and, a, and a pretty short one at that. It is, though, like you said, it is laugh-out-loud funny, like, <laughs> which is worth... I think celebrating just by the virtue of the fact that like video games are so very rarely laugh out loud funny, like almost yeah. never. It's such a hard thing to do in video games, and this game kind of nails it really well. Um, yeah, it's a it's a weird one for me because again, I think it I think it does some things so much better than a lot of other things in its class, and some things that it just doesn't even shoot for. But then again, it's also like you said, it's a free game that was made by one person, um, and it's like two hours long. It's not like a Danganronpa that's like you know, published by a major Japanese studio or something like that either. Yeah. I don't know. Have any of you folks, other folks, uh, played this game? I have not. I have not. I've never even heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. Of course you haven't, Dylan. It's on the list. Oh, <laughs> Rude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, yeah. 
<laughs> um, if you guys are feel really passionate about it, then I'm fine with it being on the list. I've definitely heard about it, but I've never actually played it. I feel like Butterfly Soup is the is the like others. If IGN was making this list, they would have Dream Daddy on their on their top fifty. We we have Butterfly yeah. Soup instead. This is like mm. Butterfly Soup is like Dream Daddy for like adults. Okay. Uh, wow. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Sure. I like Dream Daddy. It's fine, but come on. We have to move away from wow. the heat of that take. That um, nuclear take. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. A tiny I don't even know how to respond to that. Talk about, talk about gamer <laughs> takes, right? Um, <laughs> no, that's fine. Put it what, on the list. What did you give Death Stranding, Steven? A four? Oh! oh just kidding. <laughs> Out of five? Like, didn't we can't do this. Yeah. We can't do it right now. <laughs> there will be a podcast next Tuesday. Um, I, I listen. I never played Butterfly Soup. I did play the the clone uh, Moth Stew. Okay. Um, oh, good. And I knew, it was I, even I more free. One. I know. I know. Like I know. Like you know, cheap. Like you know, clones are kind of not. But I don't know. I just I I appreciate football more than baseball. Yeah, he also went bowling um, for soup once. Number 108, <laughs> Undertale. Undertale is on the list, end of discussion, and I've never even played it. Come on, like, yeah, like, this is, this is, this is not a conversation, right? <laughs> right? So what's this? <laughs> yeah. So have you ever watched wrestling? He's that guy in that MMA thing recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's from, from the, wrestling. From the, yeah, the yeah, Undertaler. The I still, oh I still God. have never played Undertale, and may not ever, and... I remember, like, the first time I met Toby Fox was at TCAF, like, years and years ago. And he handed me a business card that was just like, oh, sorry, I'm a dog. This isn't the right business card. And then handed me another one that was like, I think, oh, wait, no, this isn't it either. And just, like, kept doing that. And, like, I feel <laughs> like that's that's what Undertale is from what I've seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. One day I, I probably will play it. But yeah. it's, like, that. Undertale, I, and, like, I can't think of another game another indie game that has had that level of like cultural penetration yeah, and I, wow i can't believe i just said penetration yeah that's a lot <laughs> uh because people are horny for those skeletons yeah he's toby's doing a pokemon song. he has a song in pokemon now like yeah that's come wild. on it's yeah um, anyway doom on the list yeah yeah going from one extreme to another uh yeah Doom's one of the best first person shooters. It's yeah, it's yeah. it's a, yeah. Uh, just a straightforward first person shooter in a decade when that genre has become just there were none bloated with microtransactions, well, multiplayer focused, and just Doom is just it's Doom again and very good. Yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. Doom and Titanfall 2 coming out in the same decade seems unfair. Unfair. Yeah. Doom yeah. there there have been very few things where I was like, wow, if this was my first one of these, mm. I can imagine like being spoiled. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I suppose that's true. So like Doom that's... if Doom I imagine for y'all when Doom came out and y'all loaded Doom and on we your all in our MS DOS computers. Yeah. 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 Um, you were like, wow, this is a revolutionary experience. I feel like, because it was your first first-person shooter, if Doom was my first first-person shooter, I would be like, every other game is bad. My okay. first first-person shooter is actually Dark Forces, but... Hell yeah, I, I think that's that mine too. Uh, but I did it. I did like Doom a lot, yeah. yeah. I, um, you, you convinced me. I came in here ready to fight it, but then yeah. after saying that, I'm like, no, I'm not yeah. gonna fight it. Are you? Or were you actually? Yeah. What, what were you gonna? What were you gonna? What, what were you gonna fight? 
Well, I mean, I played you've, it. You've played Battlefield Hardline was... eight times this year. No, I, mean, I, played, <laughs> I played Doom, but I thought it was passable. Like it was just an okay. It was just a shooter. It's okay. Oh. It, for what Ooh. it is, it's okay. Woo. Like, yeah, I understand. Like, I, I, I understand no that perspective again, because if you again. don't like first-person shooters, Doom isn't for you, and that's fine. But yeah, yeah. and I, so I, I get yeah. that. I, I could see someone looking at Doom and being like, "I don't care for any of this." Yeah, yeah. It's good environment. Zombies. But also, you know, yeah, it's so beautifully now. made. Like the the art direction of that game is like very good. Right. I mean, Dylan's only really liked two first-person shooters. One is, of course, Hardline. Uh, as we discussed. The other one's... And the other is Postal 2. That's really about it. He just likes that, <laughs> he just likes that South Park humor. Uh, yeah. Redneck Rampage, another good one. <laughs> oh, boy, remember that one. For Wait, what was yeah. the Bin Laden South, game South where you punched Bin Laden? Freedom? No, not Freedom oh, Fighters. Uh, uh, oh, God. It, that was the one. It had a song with the name of the game in it. It did. I know that. It's a first-person shooter, but then it goes to a fighting game, right? Right, for the punching. A, is a, oh, God, what is that game called? Just search game. Right Bin War Laden Punch Game. Bin Laden Punch Game. Well, you're on a list now, Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I li- I worked at the ACLU for like five years. There's definitely. Oh, yeah, you're already on the list. I'm already on every list. You're, you're already on every list. Wait, it it's... was America's something, wasn't it? America's. America's Army? Mm. No, that's, no. A different, yeah. no, that's a different America's one. America's yeah. Army. I remember that game. Yeah, that was that was a cool. Shit, I'm not getting game. the right things from Punch Bin Laden here. This, yeah, this I'm sucks. having a tough time too. I knew this. I knew this fucking name at some point. Um, we'll come around to it. We're yeah. burning daylight. This oh wait, <laughs> wait. Um, what is this? Kuma War Episode 107 Osama 2011. That's not the name what? of that game. That's not. <laughs> It's in is Kuma War? No, but it is a guy shooting Bin Laden. That's well, you don't yeah, shoot I Bin Laden s- in the, this game. You kickbox him. Oh right, right. See, there's absolutely like a. I feel like Freedom Something is in there. Yeah, Freedom Fighters is the IO interactive game though. That's the that's the Hitman developers like third person co op shooter thing. That's different. I'm pretty sure. Oh my god! That wait, what? Which one is that? Oh my god, that game is actually dope as hell, but it came out yeah, like 20 is. years ago. So we, we can't do this again. Yeah, well, we can't. That's no, not going to be on. Yeah, it's, it's oh not my else. god, Bin Laden is in Postal 2, Paradise Lost. Right. Oh yeah. Number 110, Persona 4, The Golden. <laughs> I'm um, not a Persona person, I, so I, I can't speak to this. one. If we put, it's called Fugitive Hunter War on Terror. Oh Fugitive my Hunter. god, Fugitive yeah. Hunter! Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Good. That's on the list. That's on the list. Yeah. Um, people like this one. You you never played this uh, one? Is what you said? No, I've never played a Persona. My entire experience with the Persona franchise is that my roommate uh, played Persona Five on a television that I couldn't see because of the way that the room was organized, mm-hmm. but I could hear everything. Um, so I like to think that I played Persona Five, which is not this video game Persona no. Four Golden. So Persona Four Golden. Um, is, sorry. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Persona 4 Golden is a remake for the PlayStation Vita of uh, the PlayStation Persona 2 4. game, Persona 4, mm-hmm. uh, where they, they added a bunch of extra stuff, they added extra characters, they re-recorded yeah. all of the dialogue, did a bunch of cool the, stuff. The time to beat the game goes from about 100 hours to about 148 hours. Um, it's almost literally true. <laughs> yep. Uh, not really an exaggeration. Um I, I I actually have played Perserner. Perserner. Per- 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 John, are you sure? Per- 
I played Persona 4 the least out of 3 and 5. Interesting. Which is not the right way to do it. Really, <laughs> um, I'm I've, I've done it wrong uh, from, from everything I understand. Um, but, I, you know, I get why 4 is thought of as the best of the three modern Persona games. Right. Um, 4 is definitely the crowd pleaser, I feel. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it, I think it actually does more things successfully than... Uh, five and certainly three. I think three is maybe the weakest of, of the three. I think three um, is the messiest. Three might be my personal favorite, but yeah. Mm, yeah. Did all those come out after 2010? No, uh, three did not. No, three did not. Three, three came was... out like 2006. I, I didn't even know what a Persona was until five came out, yeah. and I've been Makes like, oh, sense. I'm going to play Persona five, and now, I'll like, finally get around see, to it. Like, is Persona out. Shin Megami Tensei? It's yeah, all personas of. are Shin Megami Tensei's, but not right. all Shin but Megami all Tensei's are personas. Right. personas. They did yeah. so Persona One, and then that was a goof or not? It's not really a goof. <laughs> no, 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 that's absolutely, absolutely true. Yeah. Okay. That's absolutely yeah. true. Uh, Persona One came out, and then Persona Two came out as two games: Innocent Sin and Eternal Punishment. Um, it's like a du- what duology. Very good thing. subtitles. Yeah, they are very good uh, names. And then Persona 3 came out as Shin Megami Tensei Persona 3. But then with Persona 4 Golden, they started to drop the Shin Megami Tensei thing because nobody knew what the fuck Shin Megami Tensei was except for me. And Persona became, like, wildly popular. They kind of spun it off. It's still technically set in the same universe, but they kind of spun it off as its own thing. I think it should be on the list. I, I... I think if we're going to put a Persona on, we might as well put the one that everyone loves on. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's the one that's portable. It's the one that like has the most content in it. It's got the best. Yeah, it's on Vita. Vita. Man, if they put exactly. this thing on Switch, holy that'd be shit, good. that'd be a smart move. Or Persona 5, the Royal. Yeah, I might actually point. finally play it. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. they put Persona, I was so ready for Persona 5 to be on Switch. Mm-hmm, me too. And they said no. And they said no. Yeah, it's, so, said no. it's bizarre that that's not the case because that game is a PlayStation 3 game. It doesn't fucking. It could run on a Switch. You, you could run Persona Five on a Switch. It's bizarre. It could run on a GameCube. It could probably run on a GameCube. Uh, when a you game. search, you GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm. So I don't know. I couldn't give less of a shit about fighting video games. Damn. Listen, I, I I think if we're gonna put something on here from that crowd, I would infamous. put I put infamous too or yeah. injustice too. Injustice, injustice too. Really yeah, interesting. Ooh, I would. Yeah. I think injustice two is more interesting than Mortal Kombat. Same. After all the traffic, Mortal Kombat has blessed our <laughs> website. <Yeah. laughs> Listen, Danielle, I don't this know how, how you do things think? at Waypoint. I don't know how you, if you if, if if these games buy their way into <laughs> oh your God. list in terms of the traffic. We have very high ethical standards. Oh no, here. I did take a check from Ed. You did take a check from Ed. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, no. oh that's why you you said you came came to the office going like, "What a boon I got today!" <laughs> oh my god. Like, 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 like oh for my like god. ten minutes. And for just that, I don't think it can be on the list. <laughs> well, John Tobias does work here now. <laughs> um, no one knows where he went, but he is here at Zam. Um, no, I'm kidding. I, I don't know. We do- I can't believe we doxed John Tobias right now. Wow. Uh, I I find it interesting that you would put um, Injustice above Mortal Kombat. I think Mortal Kombat. Here, okay, here's from as a person who basically has only listened to people talk about Mortal Kombat. And watched Mortal Kombat at Evo. I'm going to say these words. I think it is very cool that 
over the course of these this set of three games. It's basically a new trilogy. Yeah, yeah, but they've gone back into, if my understanding is correct, they've gone back into the history of Mortal Kombat and, like, rifled through all of the characters and people and written a, co- like, a coherent, good, fun story mm-hmm. that is legitimately a draw for a, per- like, for a person who might not like competitive fighting games. Right. I think that's cool. I think also, that Mortal is... Mortal Kombat what- 11... Oh, sorry. Uh, what I was going to say is I think that that is the thing about the NetherRealm fighting games that I think is what makes them so important to this decade, at the very least, is that they are fighting games with, a, like you said, a coherent, intri- interesting, not necessarily, like, you know, high drama or anything like that, but they definitely know they're not either. Like, they, they, they're they just a really good, well-produced, dumb action movie franchise that, like, pulls on the right drama, you know, on the right heartstrings here and there. Um, and I think of the ones that do that, I think the Mortal Kombat games do a better job of that than the Injustice games, which the Injustice games, while also very well produced and look great with some incredible, like, uh, facial animations and voice acting and all that stuff, are uh, just basically telling the, like, you know, Grant Morrison's JLA, Justice Lords, Earth whatever, Earth 3, Earth 2 story again and again and again that same story that every dc comic has ever had which is that like what if superman but bad um yeah and it's telling that to a new audience like an audience that probably isn't going to be seeing that in movies anytime soon an audience that probably hasn't read comic books you know they, they haven't had a justice league cartoon in a long time but like i personally as somebody who is interested in comic books and grew up on the jla tv series uh, I have seen that story repeated so many times at this point that it does lose a little bit of the luster for me. Yeah, I mean, I I get that to an extent, but also, like, I don't want to care about a story in a fighting game. I just want cool stuff and cool customization, which Infamous yeah. did really well. Or Injustice. And, and Injustice, Jesus. I'm going to keep saying Your Infamous. favorite game in, in the oh, I like Infamous. Injustice! Not, not 50, there are 50 better games than Infamous from this yeah. decade, but still. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm going to throw in with Team Mortal Kombat here as well. Uh, also, as someone who... I, I mean, I have a very long history with the series. It was like, mm-hmm. of course, my baby's first fighting games. Like, mm-hmm. I played all the 2D ones to death. And really, it's the only fighting series I have any affinity for in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get into the, the mechanics of them as well. Like, I love the batshit stories. I think they're very, very, very fun. But I also... It's the only fighting game I actually care enough to learn to play which for me is is saying quite a bit um it's also just like batshit cabaret which is enjoyable for me yeah well and and actually the the thing you you said there about like the ones that you care to learn to play i think it's not you know not worth talking about that mortal kombat 11 in particular has one of the most robust fighting game tutorials i have ever seen in a video game where they like have like an encyclopedia of video game terms like like uh, frame traps and stuff like that and like yeah. explain to you what those are and like show you on screen like here's the hitbox if you hit them within this you know time window or whatever you can proceed with the tutorial like how deep they go into that stuff with Mortal Kombat 11 uh, I think is genuinely a very good and important thing uh, whereas I think They've gone in a different direction than other fighting games have done with that stuff, where your Rising Thunders, your uh, Grand Blue, which is coming out here pretty soon from the from uh, uh, the Guilty Gear folks. I forget the name off the top of my head all of a sudden. Ar- Arxis. Um, 
where they have gone in the direction where they're like just like adding auto combos and saying like, well, if all that depth is there, but if you don't want to learn it, we'll just put in like you know you can just press the same button over and over again and mash. Instead, this game is like, well, we'll just teach you how to do the stuff that nobody ever bothers teaching anybody. They will, <laughs> instead of having to go trawl through a fighting like the FGC wiki or whatever and like look at seventy pages of uh, terms, we'll just lay it out for you and like let you get through them on each individual character to learn all their moves. And I think that's super cool. Conversely, uh, yeah, real quick. Yeah, conversely, I think I know where this is going. Uh, I don't actually want a fucking whirlwind of FGC shit when I'm learning a game. Oh, because I, the FGC, oh. because the FGC shit mm-hmm. is not my shit. Okay, like yeah. I, I, I'm not Sonic Fox. Like I'm not like not I'm yet. not. I'm, I'm a dude. That <laughs> not yet. Play, I'm not um, not yet. I need. I'm a yeah. dude that needs to play this game, and I need to understand it. Yeah, right? I feel like I'm, I'm biased because a. I like the looter shooter stuff, so customization. Excuse me. In... Oh, sorry, Schluter. Well, Mortal Kombat 11 has a ton of that too. Yeah, but as far as I remember, everyone said it was inferior and really, really grindy. Well, you also have to like go to that graveyard, which doesn't that load on sucks. the Switch version. Yeah. Well, they funny. did fix that, but it sucks. They that, did the, fix the that. The Crypt in 11 they, on the Switch, they they made the Switch version run better, and they rebalanced the Crypt because it was such a grind. But even then, it was still pretty bad. Like yeah. I they, just remember Jeff Gersman going through the Crypt yeah. that first day <sighs> yeah, on the Switch. Good. That was very funny. I, I will also admit that I'm unique in that I don't play against humans ever. Yeah, I'm um, only a bot person. Yeah. Well, and and both Injustice, I you know Injustice Two and Mortal Kombat 11 have like in in Injustice Two they have the multiverse, which is the like just tons of different like weirdly modified versions of uh, AI battles and then in the tower and then 11 they just have the same thing in the tower it's weird because Injustice and Mortal Kombat are from a gameplay perspective almost identical <laughs> it's just basically a different skin and whether or not you back to block or if you hold R2 to block is kind of the, the basic shakedown what these if, days what if we put 9 on the list that's it that was the whole thought <laughs> <laughs> what if we just put 9 on the list so we have a fighting game on there yeah, uh, nine, 9 is weird because I think it, it, it's the one that is the least microtransactioned to fuck, but is also maybe the the worst fighting game on here. Can we just put Virtua Fighter 4 on there, this list? There is there an you idea. Go. Hell yeah. I, I know that wasn't in this decade, but listen. <laughs> what if we just want to fuck around with Can we just put Fighter Sonic 4? the Fighters? Sonic the Fighters. There we go. Let's let's actually put Fighters Mega Mix on this. We're yeah, I want to be I want to be a car and fight the guy from Time Crisis. Yeah. Okay, I think we should move. That's on. not Time Crisis. Let's, I'm gonna bowl oh, it's Rent a Cop. It's Virtual Cop. Outer Wilds on no cops. No cops on our list. Yeah, Outer Wilds. Speaking of which, Overwatch. Yeah, Outer Wilds. Yes. Yes. Outer Wilds. I don't see how it couldn't be on this list. Okay. Haven't played it yet, but I. I see it to you all, and I expect that I will enjoy it very much. Uh, yeah. Possible top ten. I have, you know, I have, I have talked at length about like my problems with Outer Wilds. I, but I, uh, I will cede to the fact that like people like talk about that game like all time great, not just game of the decade. So I will, I will let that one just get green right off the bat. Yeah. Anodyne. Oh yeah, this I. Uh, nobody else has probably played this. Probably. I have not. Okay. No. This looks like a really cool Game Boy game, and because of that, yes. it's on my list. <laughs> oh, nice! All right, I, I, I would say I, I kind of figured I'd get very little support for it, but I do think it's the best, uh, not an actual Zelda Zelda. Uh, uh, it's basically... Uh, what about Darksiders? Eh, I think it's a lot oh better God. than Darksiders. It's a not actual Zelda 2D Zelda. That was a goof, everyone. Get out of here. Darksiders is good as hell. Get out of here. Yeah, oh and it's really good. It's not, and I've played both games. 
<laughs> there are well, three. technically three of them. But <laughs> no, there really aren't. It's, it's it's very good. It, it was we, well made. I thought it was really incredible. It started life as like a student game, and yeah. I've, as like somebody who's somebody who's taught a lot of uh, game design classes. It's like well beyond a lot of that. I was legitimately astounded. It's just a very very good two D Zelda with a lot of like whimsical stuff and and some ideas about the world and so on and so forth. Uh, I really like that team. I liked Anodyne two this year as well, uh, but I think Anodyne is quite good. If it doesn't make the list, it doesn't make the list, but I highly recommend it to anybody who likes that type of game. I'm just gonna keep it bold for now. I think okay. like I, I think we'll we'll see if we can if we find 50 games we like better, and then we'll. I think the fact that it like you have ta- I've heard you talk about that game on podcasts for years, and I think that's <laughs> yeah. worth respecting um, and maybe coming back to. Oh, BattleTech. Okay. Uh, is I think a game in a similar space for me, where it's a game that I don't think is going to get any support from anybody else who, because nobody else has played it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say uh, I'm willing to remove XCOM Enemy Unknown and XCOM 2 from this list if we put BattleTech on this list. I'm okay. Say that again, Stephen. I'm willing to like like completely like to yellow out XCOM, which is a game that I don't think anybody else wanted on this list but me as well. I'm willing to get rid of that to put BattleTech on. Uh, no, I think XCOM is big. Like. I don't know. You would, also, you would fight I, for XCOM. I would. I, I also think that out of all the strategy games I've played, like I've, I've watched a lot of BattleTech. I didn't play it myself. Um, I think out of all the strategy games I've played, I don't think BattleTech comes close to this hop for me. And I also think we said no to Civ Five, and I think Civ Five is bounds better than they BattleTech. They are. They are completely different things. <laughs> they are. One is a one is a four X grand strategy esque. Game one and one is a tactics game. One is one is a moving units on a you know on a battlefield versus like managing an economy and diplomatic victories and stuff. They all under they all like all of them. All that falls under strategy games to me, really. Okay, I mean, Chrono Trigger is a strategy right. game because you take turns, right? So, but I don't know. I, oh. I, I would say no, but. That, that's I'm gonna I'm gonna bold this one as well uh, for now, and we can we can come back to that one. I also we, watched like stuff. 40 hours of it and really liked yeah. what I watched, but I haven't physically put my hands on a controller to play it. So BattleTech is 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 super cool because you know it it does a lot of really good stuff around that like Hairbrain Schemes, the developer um, that made it as well as Shadowrun Returns does, which is they are extremely good at rewriting. 80s like problematic 80s um tabletop <laughs> RPGs. faves yeah yeah problematic <laughs> faves from a uh, from an earlier time and bringing them into the modern era and like abandoning the stuff that like should be abandoned or or reworking it in a way that makes it you know not as bad as it used to be um and like you know BattleTech is a universe where it's like basically there's space china and there's basically space you know africa or whatever and like those were based largely on a lot of like stereotypes and tropes and archetypes and yeah. things like that and BattleTech the game from Hairbrain Schemes you know does a really good job of taking kind of the essence of where those things came from but like making them feel like something you wouldn't be embarrassed to show people um and <laughs> yeah. it, it's also a game I, I called this out when i uh, when i wrote about um uh final fantasy 14 uh and near recently which it's one of the er- earlier games maybe not earlier games but it's one of the more high profile games that i can think of in recent memory that uh has custom characters that can be um non-binary uh which yeah. i think is like a big thing for me personally, again, that I really respect and like. Um, but yeah, it's maybe something to come back to uh, when we talk about like XCOM and stuff as well. Slay the Spire. 
Uh, I like that game a lot. Um, I don't know. Here's, I like that game a lot. It's going to be on my personal list, and I can't really tell if I like this game because of the the relative, like, freshness that it has in my brain. Right. Um, that I am, like, eager to talk all about it, um, or if it's, like, legitimately one of the best 50 games of the decade right. or not. Um, but there is there has not been a better designed game for the train. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a fantastic Switch game. The fact that it came yeah. out on Switch this decade is is huge. I think. Yeah, um, I, that's I really was... all I've got. It's really like I, as a person who's never really been into deck building games, um, it was like my first deck building game. Yeah. I liked it a lot, um, and it just it was a really good way to. It was a it was pick up and play with a enough with it like with systems that required me to use my brain just enough. Um, in a way that I really appreciated. So, so here's my thing about Slay the Spire. I also really, really like this game. And we've already started to see a bunch of other people kind of, like, take that core concept and run with it with games like Griftlands and Steam World mm-hmm. Quest and a couple of others that I can't remember the names of. Um, I feel like Slay the Spire is a, an incredibly good first draft of a game yeah. that is waiting for the true masterpiece thing to, to run with this formula. I feel yeah. like I feel like this is yeah, they 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 found an incredibly rich vein of game design and somebody else still needs we're, we're like we're next year we are probably going to see, you know, Slay the Spire 2 or whatever really 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 hammer that idea home in yeah. a way that I don't think this game does necessarily in terms of just balance and and enemy variety and how you get your powers and and stuff like that. If yeah. that makes sense. Um, we'll slay the Spire, we'll catch you on the flip, off the list. Off the list, okay. <laughs> Nobody else is def- is, wants to defend it, do they? Never played it. Okay. Uh, next we got the Resident Evil 2 remake. That uh, seems like an easy yes, and I haven't even played it. <laughs> <laughs> um, if only for the number of, like, I've watched, I rarely watch uh, LPs of games multiple times. But I have watched multiple LPs of this game, right? Um, and just the collection of moments of like, like from people getting uh, scared by the lady who jumps out of the window in the police part in right. the, like the interrogation room, and the big man with the hat. Yeah, um, yes, big man, Mister X. Uh, all of that seems very and good to me. So, um, also, there's that guy who gets stuck in the ceiling. He does. Yes. Yeah. That does happen. Resident Evil 2 is like it's such a good one of those like it's mm-hmm. maybe the best one of those of the of the Final Fan- Final Fantasy 4 Resident Evil 4 um like offspring it is i think the the platonic ideal of that so far it's just i don't know there's something about it that just feels so weirdly safe to me that just like i i think it's a fantastic video game i think it's like one of the best games I played this year. I don't know if it's one of the top fifty games of the last decade. John, you played this game. John is no longer with us. Oh, John! Oh, did, no. John did have to walk out. Maybe I'm just going to bold that one because that's one I want to have John in the room for. Yeah. So that's fair. Uh, we can come back to that. Uh, Device Six. This is just a game that I nobody else is going to fight for whatsoever, and I don't even think it's one of the top fifty games of all time. I just wanted to say that I really, really love this game. Uh, it's from uh, Simogo, the people who made Sinai Wild Hearts this year. Mm. Uh, it is a visual novel-esque game, or it's like a text adventure, but like a literal text adventure where you are playing it on an iPad, or I guess you could technically play it on a phone too. I played it on an iPad, where 
the game's like text is written like the page of an ebook, and then at the bottom of the page, the last line goes off the page, and you swipe right to continue reading that line of dialogue, and then footstep noises start to play because it's like describing, and your character walked in this direction to the right because you are swiping the text to the right and you are reading what your character is doing as they are doing it. And that is how you progress through this like kind of island. It's a game that is set on an island in the style of that Roger Moore British series, The Prisoner. Oh, if anybody remembers yes. that. Okay. Yes, yes. So it's like hyper psychedelic British like uh, spy fiction type stuff where you are playing this woman who wakes up on an, on this bizarre island with nobody else on it that is surrounded by weird puzzles and spy shit and things and it is super creepy and she's like trying to figure out why the hell she woke up on this island and like what is going on here and it is weirdly tactile and it's just incredibly inventive. I don't think it's one of the top fifty games of the decade. I think it is a game that I would that would be on my list, but I think we can cut it. Sounds rad. Yeah, yeah, it's it's super cool. <laughs> I, I recommend anybody who hears this goes up plays it um, if they can. But uh, yeah, Overwatch. I think we we talked about it on the previous episode. We're, we bold with that to come back to it later. Dead Cells is a video game that came out in last year. Uh, Dead Cells. I'm back. Um. <laughs> oh, you were gone too. Oh, uh, I'm. I mean, I, I was listening. But, uh, oh, oh, you're back in the conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I hadn't played any of those guys, but I did play. <laughs> I played a bunch of Dead Cells, and um, when it was in early access, like, right. and I remember it being alternating between like incredibly frustrating <laughs> and incredibly satisfying. Uh, the neat thing about that game, and like, I think I'm, I'm done with roguelikes at this point, pretty much. Mm. But the neat thing about this game is that any combination of drops that you get basically feel, if not viable, then like worth spending time with. Right. And the unlock system felt like interesting, and it was less like, oh, you have to keep grinding deaths to get more stuff. It was sort of just like a nice bonus, like, oh, next round you'll have access to more options it's not like you were just like increasing your stats or whatever um so that i don't know that it's top 50 same i think it's in my if like again this is on a list of 51 games this is my 51 yeah i mean i think it would have been in my top 10 for that year yeah but i i don't think it's top 50 yeah, I, I agree with you pretty much wholeheartedly on everything you just said. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and put that in yellow. I love Dead well, Cells. Uh, shout outs to Dead Cells. We'll see how that whole capitalism thing goes with their new company. Uh, they, I don't know if anybody heard about that, but uh, the company that made that game was a co-op, uh, like a French co-op. Oh yes. And they just spun it off. Uh, they they spun off a new company to be a, not a co-op and to have a traditional like pay system and stuff like that that it will only focus on making dead cells and dead cells dlc and sequels so we'll see how that goes uh rayman legends and rayman origins i love these games they're very uh, good they're very, they're very good. good they are not what the some of the top 50 games I, no. they're just they're good platformers but extremely good platformers yeah i mean i enjoyed them i played a fair bit of them i kind of hate some of the aesthetic if i'm gonna be honest yeah. i know people sure. I know most people really love it. There's just something about that Ubisoft. It's like, it veers dangerously close to South Park humor in its aesthetics mm. at some point. I will say, if that game was just the musical boss levels, it would mm, absolutely yeah. be on this list for me. 
because right. those were like the first time you have one it's just like wait what the fuck this yeah. is like it's like oh it's this is a rhythm game now but it's also like a song and i'm trying to like beat this boss like yeah. okay very very good yeah uh yeah uh just i think we're giving those games their proper those uh they they Definitely worth checking out if you haven't already, if you love platformers, but yeah, not not 50, top 50 of the decade. I'm going to skip Fortnite for now because John is not here, um, and I don't think <laughs> he should be here for that conversation. Um, Dragon's Dogma is a very... Now, have you heard of a website called Waypoint.com? <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't played this game, so... Uh, please, Waypoint.zone. Uh, yeah. Waypoint.zone! Um, yeah, I abstain. I have not played this game. I have played this game. I have played this game and tried to get into it on three different consoles. I got closest to getting into it on Switch. I admire Dragon's Dogma. I I get why a certain person at waypoint.vice.com <laughs> looks on it very fondly. Uh, shout out to Austin Walker. Uh, Waypoint's name is is so much yeah from like, this. Waypoint is literally yeah. like yeah the Waypoint is a is a fantastic website um, that that did a lot of real good in the last decade of, of games uh, stuff and yeah we're talking about that, the top fifty websites yeah the in the last decade you know Waypoint's got to be up there got its name <laughs> honestly you know sure um, <laughs> I, absolutely I I love Waypoint don't get me wrong um, and it will always be Waypoint to be. Oh, same. Believe me. Dragon's Dogma. I don't think. I don't think hangs on our list. No, on our our no. list of, of top fifty games. Goodbye oh, to orange. Dragon's Dogma. Fantastic game. Very very interesting. Cool game. Uh, but I don't think it's. I don't think it's this cruise game. V V V V V V. It's my partner's initials. <laughs> Your partner is a fucking lorded, like a landed gentry. <laughs> they have like six titles. I mean, no. Oh, okay. But the first half, you know. It's actually a bunch of W's, but you can't tell. Right. It's uh, like two W's. Okay, it's so like which. What I will say about V is that. <laughs> yep, I, I never beat it. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't actually play that much of it. Yeah. And probably my favorite Terry Kavanaugh game is Super Hexagon. Super Hexagon. Which yeah. I think uh -huh. is Hell yeah. I think I put on this list then removed because I wasn't sure that anyone else would would agree, but oh my god, Super Hexagon was like the game rips. fucking so. unreal. Uh like I actually don't know how to say it. It's been it's been a decade and I still don't know how to say it. I'm sorry, Terry. I wrote uh, a trailer once that called it V V V V V V. So V V V V V V. Yeah. yeah it um, does it it's get weird cool at the end? I I never got very far into it. I played like a half an hour of it years ago, and it was like this is very cool. And then I never picked it up again. I think just taking. I think like <sighs> it's a cool game. I don't it, think it's on our list. I I don't know. I I think I might push for it because it's just like in a decade when the 2D platformer came back in a big way because it was really easy for indies to make and right. and that like there are so many that I would like I that I've just forgotten about like this one stands out to me because it just removes 
jumping. Like it's it's yeah. just like it replaces that central mechanic with something else. For and, folks who uh, don't know, this is like kind of a this is like an Atari twenty six hundred graphics looking game that is a two D platformer where you go from screen to screen, but instead of jumping, you reverse gravity to go up or down and walk past spikes and, and stuff like that. And it's got kind of a sci fi aesthetic kind of thing. You're like an alien, I think. Yeah, you're like a little little guy. Yeah. Jump Do you want guy. what if I put what if I pull it in bold for now and we come back to it? Because I yeah, want to talk le- about leave it. Too. I think. Yeah. Because I want to talk about Super would, Hexagon. Wait, is that would already that, on the list? I put it on this list oh, after you mentioned Super Hexagon. It's here Hexagon, now. Because Super Hexagon fucking rules. Okay, yeah. I want to, like, I, yeah. what, I will, what I will say about this game is that hearing its name has immediately made me want to download yeah. it and play it. <laughs> yeah, play it right yes. I played it for so fucking long when it came out, and I ended up getting, like, decent at it. I was yeah. never good. I could never get to, like to hyper or whatever but like yeah, you never you never saw the end you never saw credits on super i hexagon. never saw the actual real ending of super hexagon yeah. which there but... is one which is wild to me that a anybody could ever get to the end of super hexagon and b that they would even bother to make it. watching <laughs> people play it is like the most nerve-wracking experience <laughs> in the world i uh, boy i this i played this game so fucking much in college like it's like i yeah, definitely that was me in grad school I had so many times where I accidentally forgot to turn off the audio on my phone because I wasn't used to having a smartphone yet and would be in class, like, supposedly listening to a thing and you would just hear Jen Frank's yeah. voice just going, like, super hexagon, like, at full <laughs> volume in a, in a quiet, like, yeah. uh, algebra room. Not algebra, uh, calculus, I guess. So I wasn't doing algebra in uh, college, but, yeah. Uh, super hexagon, I think, is on this list, honestly. Yeah, it's the best BlackBerry game ever made. <laughs> I, I would say remove. I would say remove VVV VVV. Put Super Hexagon on for sure. I'm fine with that. Yeah. In, no objections. No, no, did no objections. I didn't. I'm sad. Well, I saw it. It's never I would watch it at part uh, GDC parties and shit, where somebody would have it on on like a giant screen, and there would be a DJ and so on. Did I make that up? No, that was that. That was that real, was all right? real. That did happen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was it's, like, okay, good. This is also the platonic yeah. ideal of just a, of a phone game where you buy the game for ninety nine cents to two ninety nine, and then you have the game and nothing else. That's the it. That's the transaction yes. that you make. It's the it's like the perfect one of those. Uh, yes. I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Dylan, do you have any thoughts about Super Hexagon? Uh, as to speak, I'm trying to. I, I own the game, but okay. I believe I've played it less than an hour. Amazing. Okay. Um. But Steam isn't working, so I can't disappoint you with exactly how little of it I've played. No. That's not how you want to play that game anyway. You want to play that on a phone with thumbs. Or on a phone with thumbs. Okay. Yeah, it's your thumb phone. My thumb phone. Thumb phone. <laughs> no. Use uh, your thumb phone. Tetris Effect. Wow, you've skipped Skate 3. Well, we, ta- we talked about Skate 3. We, we bolded it already, so we, oh, yeah, it's, it's one we're, we're coming back to at some point. It's true. Uh, Tetris Effect. Uh, very good. It's the first Tetris game I had, like, actually played. Oh. Huh. So, like, I have played Tetris. Mostly at school. But have always been like, (laughs) this is nothing to me. Hmm. Um, You play competitive Tetris at school while you're in front of computers. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, no, like, Tetris Effect made me realize why Tetris is probably the best game ever made. Gotcha. Mary, did you play Um, Tetris Effect? Um, no, I, I didn't. I, God, I got you. Uh, when did it come out? A couple of years ago? Like last uh, year. Last year. 
Okay. It was on our um, on our game of the year list for last year, I think, in some capacity. I got it. Yeah, I've heard good things. I think I agree that Tetris, like, I think probably if you just, like, try to strip your considerations down to the core and just remove all human feeling, Tetris yeah. would be the best game ever made. Shrek's um, Gone is maybe in contention there, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Only, yeah, I think Tetris is, well, anyway, we're not arguing that yeah, I no, can't no. say because I haven't played Tetris of that. Here's the thing. There about, is a. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say. Here's one thing about Tetris effects. Tetris is one of is is like Merritt said. Maybe like scientifically the best video game ever made. Most yeah, Mark. The, this science of of Marxist Leninism has decided <laughs> that it is the greatest game ever made. Tetris wow. effect. Um, m- most of the music in it is not particularly memorable. I, there, oh, there are, there are, a couple, there are a couple songs in there. There are a couple songs in there that are fantastic that I that yeah. I absolutely love. Most of it is not actually that. And the second thing is that the on-screen graphics and, and weird, you know, crazy walking through the world, like the history of the world, we are all coming together, plur, peace, love, unity, and respect stuff, mm-hmm. actually wow. gets in the way of playing Tetris from more than it actually in, enhances the experience of that game. Like, it's it's distracting and, and kind of, like, covers up a large chunk of the screen. Again, the I, music I, is not as good as it could be. I would say the exact opposite, and I think that <laughs> might be because I played almost all of that game in VR. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and by almost all of it, I think I actually played that entire game in VR. Okay. Um, it is like it's a different when the when you're like when the whale is like going through you, like there's the lar- there's a large whale in the first level, mm-hmm. um, and it, the whale is just whale sized. Um, it like it. I don't know. I don't know. I guess like I, I, like I have no adherence to the purity of Tetris. Mm-hmm. Um, it means nothing to me. Like I said, because I played most of the Tetris I played lifetime was the web version of Tetris. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I thought the, it was good. This seems like a game it. to come back and have more of a conversation yeah. about, especially if John is around. Because I don't. I don't For know sure. if he's played it or not. Yeah. Life is Strange is a very good Telltale-style adventure game that I think has an incredibly good story, um, a fantastic couple characters. I have not played the Season 2 yet. I have Season 2. I'm meaning to check it out once it's all out. Uh, Max and Chloe are a fantastic duo that it has a really rough start. Couple. Oh, yeah. Like, canonically... Okay. 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 So, the whole thing... People got <laughs> so mad at me because I make the... I, that game is all about... Max and Chloe's love for each other, like, uh, those two coming together as, like, ultimate friends and ultimate, you know, love, like you said, like, ultimate couple at the end of that game, but but the way things end up going, you know, quote-unquote, you can make different decisions depending on, you know, y- your dialogue choices or whatever, which people, yeah, people love to fucking... people can make the wrong decision, it's yeah. true. Yeah, well, people who comment on my review of Life is Strange <laughs> sure love to make sure that you know that part, that you, that you can make them not gay, but also, and so my, the way... Spoilers for Life is Strange. The end of Life is Strange, you get the basically have the opportunity to go back in time. The game starts with you discovering you have the ability to go back in time a very short amount of time, but if you have a photograph, you can go back in time to the moment of the photograph. Um, that game opens with your character, um, Max, 
Max Caulfield, that's her last name, right? Yes. Um, kind of coming back and reuniting with her friend who she gets murdered in a bathroom, basically, at a school, at the, her school. And she rewinds time to stop that murder from ever happening, and it kicks off this kind of, like, murder mystery adv- adventure where they're, like, looking for um, Chloe's, act- like, other ex-girlfriend who has gone, who's disappeared. Rachel Amber, I think her name is. Yes. At the end of that game, you basically find out that, like, the butterfly effect of, like, traveling through time over and over again so much is um basically destroying the world or it's creating like it's creating like a pocket of disaster that's going to like destroy this town um and to like right itself it's going to just annihilate everything and you have the choice to either go all the way back in time to the moment where chloe uh would have normally died not save her life and then the, the murderer gets caught and kind of everything goes from there but your your uh lover dies basically and in a timeline where she never even, you know, you've never really even got together with her. Or you can tear up the photograph, let the town burn, and then drive away with your uh, girlfriend at the end of that game. Your punk rock girlfriend or whatever. People yeah, fucking... it's the right choice. Yeah, yeah, it is the right choice. Exactly. Because that whole game is about it's them. It's such a relatable gay dilemma. Do I uh-huh. destroy my it hometown? Is. or Do, do I destroy I... the world? Or Do, do I, I destroy... Know? Yeah, it's such a relatable experience, you know? It really is. Written so by the... people who have definitely... Uh, Definitely had Definitely that Definitely written by teen girls. Definitely. Yeah, no, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> like, the, all of, the, of all of the writing in that game is, is really uh, clunky, especially early on. They get better over time um, throughout Life is Strange. Yeah, actually, Life season. is Strange 2, the writing is, is actually pretty good. I, I hear that. I hear the, yeah. they actually really found their footing in 2. Um, yeah. And I, I actually like the prequel a lot. I, I think the prequel, I did like... Too. Uh, yeah. yeah, got got some flack, and I think some of that flack was deserved for like their labor practices and like yeah. hiring scab, literally hiring scab labor and stuff. But um, to to make that game, but the story like leaning into like the relationship between Chloe and Rachel Amber was like really really smart and good. Um, so yeah, they, that game ends with that, and then they, they put out they and everybody's like, well, it's not the it's the you you picked the wrong ending. That's not Max would never do this, or whatever. And then they put out a comic book, uh, like sequel to life is strange and the canonical ending in that comic book is they let the town die <laughs> so yeah, like of course. fuck all those people is my that's that i've said my piece about that i don't think it's one of the top 50 games of uh thing it's 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 really really good and i love that relationship i love those characters i think it's but it, it is rough around the edges in a way that kind of push it off this list Out of, again in a list of top 51 games this is my this is my 51 i love it and and again, this is this is an entry where we're talking about all three of the games mm-hmm. for sure, uh, because yeah, I, or at least got... at least Bef- Wave of Strange one and before the storm because season two has not completed yet. I don't think. Yeah, I think like actually like away. what next week or something oh, uh, really? in the next month or so. Yeah, yeah, I think the fifth episode uh, is out very soon. Okay, but and I've only played the the first I think two episodes of that one, but I definitely love them. I don't need them to be on this list, but right. I appreciate them, and I appreciate kind of playing them is also fun in a way uh, that is a lot of folks talk about this, but like they're really fun games to play like with a partner or with right. a friend. You're kind of making decisions. I actually think much more so than the Telltale games because there's a little bit more traditional gameplay in these games with the puzzles and with the walking around and exploring and, and shit like that. They're also right. really fun to like stream. They're weirdly communal experiences that I've really enjoyed in that way. So I I want to honor them with that. I'm also okay with them not being on the list. Yeah, sure. Alright, so Life is Strange is off this list. Nope. God damn it. There we go. Uh, we have Animal Crossing New Leaf. I... Keeping it. Keeping Keep it. it. 
people. Yeah, I feel Animal no Crossing kind of way about Animal Crossing. A word? I have tried. Oh, it's the it's the best Animal Crossing ever made. No, really I, I believe that part. I just the act of the physical act of playing Animal Crossing. Do, any yeah. of it does nothing for me. And for me, for me, and I guess maybe I don't know if this is the time where we should scooch on and then we can circle back. The biggest thing for me with Animal Crossing is that it there there is a meditative state that I me Nicholas Grayson struggles to get into when I try that I can only get into when I'm playing Animal Crossing and it's because the entire vibe and tone and the way that that game is written is so pure and good yeah. and there are so few outlets of just straight pure good things um that i it i don't know it was also like one of the first games i ever like played by myself like the gamecube version so i've it always just has a soft spot in my heart um my question about animal crossing is as somebody who just maybe and it's probably just me i'm probably just dead inside (laughs) dylan dylan do you have any before i go on and do you have any kind of feelings about animal crossing uh i mean i i don't know what happened when i was growing up but uh, I never had any Animal Crossings, but all my friends did, and I thought they were amazing. Yeah. Uh, New Leaf was the first one I played, and I played it for like 60 hours. I mean, I liked it. Yeah. Um, I, I think the only issues I have with it are the fundamental stuff, like waiting, real-time waiting, all that crap. That's right. just pure time-gating for time-gating. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, I do like it. You do? Okay. Mer- Merritt, have you ever played Animal Crossing? I think she's Mary's definitely she's pro uh, Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah, she's pro Animal Crossing. What about Tamagotchi Life? Oh, Tamagotchi <laughs> no, Life. Yeah. Tamagotchi Life. <laughs> so th- that is actually, you know, you're joking, but that kind of brings me to my next question: is like, is this something? Is the things that Animal Crossing does something that is done better in a Rune Factory or in a Stardew Valley or in a Fantasy Life? Those kinds of games. I don't think so. I also think that. I think as a, as a person who put uh, too much time into Stardew Valley, um, the I stepping back, I would come to those t- those games for different things. Um, Stardew Valley is a Harvest Moon. There's like relationships and there's an economy that is like where you're active. There's there's management in Stardew in both Stardew Valley and Harvest Moon that does not exist in Animal Crossing, um, unless you're like trying to play the turnip stock market right which like i don't know who who's actually doing that but like <laughs> oh you know there's, somebody is yes the 100 I'm, i mean there's a subreddit for new leaf stock it was called the stalk stall get oh, there's an l in there okay, market sure. and then uh-huh. like you would you would post when joan like was in your town and you would post how much joan was sell like was oh, right. buying for then you would like give your friend codes it was great um, yeah. I I think especially since we know Merritt is pro Animal Crossing being on yeah. this list, I think that I think I'm okay with this being on this list. Yeah, I it is one of the games that I feel the strongest that the the, the strongest urge to fight against, but also don't think that I'm going to win that. So I'll just let it go because I, I think I'm I'm curious. Um, what's your anti Animal Crossing argument? My anti Animal Crossing argument is just is is partially the thing that Dylan said while you were gone. I think, um, which is that like a lot of it is just arbitrary time getting for time getting sake. A lot of it is the uh, 
unwillingness to do away with certain quality of life problems like the like the way how much fruit you can carry at any given point and stuff and time like that that sort of thing and i also but the big, bigger thing for me is that i think there are other games that scratch the animal crossing itch that also give you if you so choose more structure and more things to do like a stardew valley like a rune factory like a fantasy life i think those games kind of can for me scratch the exact same itch that i know people get scratched by animal crossing but also at the end of the day let me do things that you know feel a little bit more like what my particular mindset enjoys which is to have a little bit more structure i have to say uh i i agree with with Nikki the most here in terms of you don't go to Animal Crossing for those things. Right. Yeah, I think the I, fact that I, mechanics I even so exist in that game, like or mechanics, obviously everything's a mechanic, it's being super reductive, but the more video gamey mechanics have sort of evolved over time in that game just to kind of give you something to do in a really happy, pretty world that for me has been a very, very, like it's actually hard for me to even talk about Animal Crossing. This is that series for me that is like extremely associated with moving house and, and mm -hmm. one particular ex of mine that like to make me feel at home she bought me a bunch of these games and like new leaf was one of them and i played hundreds of hours of it because we were like moving from city to city and this was like a little way to kind of feel at home i know how corny that sounds but hey it's, it's no the yeah I, video games are totally corny at the end of the day yeah. like you know i'm fine with I, can, it. I, I can have some corn <laughs> new new leaf new leaf was the exact same for me i like it new leaf came out at around the time that i was leaving high school and moving to new york for college which was the one of the worst years of my life Aww. um and yeah. like i would i mean i don't know it, this that this game specifically in this series means so much to me that like, I refuse to have it not on the list. I I, I recognize <laughs> yes. that I'm in the wrong. I, I recognize that oh. I am just dead. Oh inside. no! Uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, just uh, do not know the taste of joy. So uh, speaking of which, I animal the last one. My last thing. Animal Crossing is weird because there's part of it is that you can't do everything in a day. Which like the mm. the which is like a, a lesson that you have to learn like in in real extant life. At some point you have to go to sleep. At some point you have to stop to move forward. But like I didn't get Animal Crossing until I realized that that was what the game was trying to tell me. That like you're here to do a thing for a little bit to take part and be in this world for a little bit. But like life moves on and moves forward and all that. And then you can just come back to it. I don't know. Oh, so it's like a gotcha game with like an. It's like a gotcha system. game, yeah. <laughs> like a really good energy system where you can only do so many things. Then yeah. you have to wait for the bar to refill. Oh. Okay, got it. I uh, just want to point out that um, Super Hexagon is still very good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, yeah, it's the only game on my phone now, and it's gonna have completely fucking ruined me. Uh, it it seems so box. because uh, because of Apple whatever their system uh my data has been preserved from like five years oh, ago yeah. so i have i have unlocked hexagonist and i made it about 50 seconds hell yeah and you need a minute to beat it and i did not <laughs> and i've uh Jesus. yeah Sorry, john just returned into the room in the most dramatic way possible <laughs> like as loud as possible yeah Hey, hey, Merritt, can you just uh -huh. like, can you just like turn your audio on and put that into the microphone? Yeah, yeah, let's quick? get that good, like good audio. Yeah. Wait, what's okay. the best music? 
Uh, like the one to start with, right? Like the the, the hexagon one, because that's the one. Yeah, it's the one you hear the most. So, how long did you survive on Hexagonist? Uh, forty nine seconds. Lol, I was a child. Eight seconds for me. <laughs> Wait, am I to understand that y'all didn't actually get through any of these? No, we did. Let's we get we got through like thirty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I I'm think you seeing, left out battle. I'm seeing some real things here. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so, what's up? Okay, what's up? Sorry. What's up, John? Uh, VVV, 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 being off the list? Yeah, in favor of Super Hexagon. The superior tone, a better Terry Kavanaugh game. Which one has shapes in it, John? That's right, Super Hexagon. Uh, okay, that's so, fine. I thought y'all were gonna make more like bad decisions than this, but you only uh, made like one bad decision, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, we uh, could have both. We, could, I fine. mean, there's nothing that says we can't have both, but I think. But was so the, are we on skate three? Is that what? No, no we're way past. We're that. on. We're, Fuck. We're, we're, <laughs> we're on darkest dungeon. Well, we haven't talked about skate three. We're on uh, darkest that, dungeon. I was now. bullied into including Animal Crossing New Leaf on this. Bullied. <laughs> 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 I mean, uh, that's Animal the best Crossing, Animal Crossing game. That's the exact argument that everybody else makes. Yeah, <laughs> it's an Animal Crossing rule, so, okay. Mm, yeah. Sure. Yep, no, I was not bullied. I, I, I ceded that that ground. Um, speaking of <laughs> speaking of losing battles repeatedly, Darkest Dungeon uh, is on this list. I, I mean, this it's on this, it's on our 138 games. It's not. I'm not saying that it necessarily has to oh. be in the top 50. I don't know what this game is. You, you don't it's know Darkest a... Dungeon? part of it Never it's played. a roguelike where not you have like really. well oh. it's a roguelite i don't know about it. it's not it's not though really like it's there's even, no isn't there permadeath and stuff there's permadeath but permadeath for individual units it's not like uh, you you create like a a pool of, it's more like an XCOM, but like with oh right with, yeah with like dark final fantasy six combat description does say roguelike <laughs> oh yeah well, okay okay mean. yeah who's a games writer now <laughs> wow. but yeah, yeah the whole thing it seemed it seemed good from people i know who played it basically it's like yeah you form like an adventuring party and it's like D, but fucked up and uh Kinda. yeah and uh, yeah you're man. basically your characters can get like mental and physical scars that affect yeah. them in battle like I just looked up. I just looked up No Man's Sky on Steam, and it does say Minecraft in space. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Sorry, bud. I can't believe I fucked this up so. Fucking bad. yeah, because really? because <laughs> as we all know, nothing is more accurate than Steam than user Steam reviews. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't have a, a strong opinion on Darkest Dungeon, although um, when I watched a friend play through it, I had a very good time. Right. That's good. So. This is getting real for a second. I'm, I'm gonna. Oh, all right. Let's get real. It, it is similar. It's weird that this came like this was not intentional. It's weird that this came right after Animal Crossing. For a lot of people, it maybe speaks to me like to about like how fucked up my brain might be too. To, uh, because like a lot of people, like I just heard a lot of people talking about how like yeah, Animal Crossing just having that kind of like you know friendly place to escape into and you know like just really uh organize my life during a bad breakup or when i was like you know away from my parents for the first time ever it like was a really good place i really like beating my fucking head against the wall in this game when my dad had cancer uh oh um my dad uh uh 2016 i think is when this came when i when i beat this game for the first time um my my dad developed thyroid cancer. Um, it was a uh, time. Uh, it was like literally like um, vomiting. Mm, 
maybe a content warning there for for, for graphic yeah. description of, of, of stuff of literally uh, you know having surgery on the inside of his throat and then in the middle of the night waking up one night and you know I was staying with them at the time so I could keep an eye on him and make sure he was okay um, in the middle of the night vomiting up blood because uh, the stitches in his the, the cauterization in his throat had opened up and getting him into like a hospital and stuff that he developed ended up developing a blood clot in his leg because he was on off his feet for so long and uh, nearly died in one morning and we had to literally drag him his unconscious body into a vehicle oh to... my goodness while while all this was happening um i got way into darkest dungeon because it is a game that is incredibly difficult it is a game that is a huge grind but like you but never completely reset your progress the way that like a roguelike or even a roguelite does you you always have like a pool of adventures to pull from or whatever and it is a game about you where you are constantly caring for these people in you know in a in this kind of Edgar Allan Poe gothic kind of like fucked up Dickensian kind of thing going on kind of like it's a lot of different aesthetics all kind of mishmashed and it'll be characters that like need to well, their, their stress levels are su super, super high. If characters, you know, if their stress level goes too high in a dungeon because they see a weird monster too much, they can have heart attacks and die and, you know, things like that. And the way that you get them to de-stress in the game is between dungeons, you can let certain ones go to, like, pray or go gambling or go see, you know, a prostitute or whatever it happens to be, you know, like these all these different things. And, you know, it distresses them over time and stuff like that. And it's just spinning a ton of plates and building up, like, lots of uh, trinkets and in-game gear and leveling up to then finally go into the titular Darkest Dungeon and overcome this massive, horrible thing. And you have to beat it three times. And you can't use... You level up all of your characters individually. But you, if a character goes into the Darkest Dungeon and survives, they're like, nah, dude, nah, I've retired. <laughs> I'm never going back into, <laughs> into the Darkest Dungeon again. I'm, I'm good. Thanks. So you have to, you have to form th three separate complete parties of like as maxed out characters as you possibly can. Keep them as healthy and, and psychologically balanced as you possibly can and do all these different things. And, you know, do that over and over again. And it is a bit of a grind. Uh, it has a really good art style. It has a really good character voice of the narrator who's like your your dead relative who committed suicide before the game starts uh but like it leaves you this estate and you're like hearing the ghost of his voice talk to you about all the horrible things he did to create this estate it's got this weird sort of it, i'm not the first person to talk about this or write about this but it's got this weird kind of element to it about like how you grind you know you use these people grind them into dust and then if they become more uh, like psychologically damaged or physically damaged than they're worth you can there's no penalty for just getting rid of them and so at the time when we were literally dragging my dad to a car because he was unconscious and we had just previously paid for an ambulance and didn't want to pay for a second ambulance man there was a lot of stuff you know you know in my head at the time about like healthcare and and things like that and this game because it was just something where I could just goose the numbers all day long and just go at it for like 80 hours um, trying to beat my head against this incredibly difficult game that just fucks you over constantly and has these weird sort of like real world parallels if you look for them that's that game has like a really deep root uh, in my psyche at this point um, that is hard for me to get past um, that said 
you know. No, it's on the list now. I'm not sure he could be like. <laughs> this, for that, this, I'm taking it. This off. was vital to my processing <laughs> of my dad's very grave illness. Anyway, fuck this game. Yeah, no, 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 just put it no, on the so list. No, you put it on the list. Okay, put it on the no, list. I was just going to say it was more important to me to talk about that stuff because no, yeah, no, it's it's, it's also a good game. No, yeah, it's also very good too. Put it on the list. Okay, extremely good. You've also given me important context to a game that. I previewed at E3 that I was like, what is this? It was, it was a Darkest Dungeon-like, and I was like, what and what is even happening? Oh, Breakfast yeah. looks nothing like Breakfast. Breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, where is Breakfast on this list? Now, <laughs> I do, do want to like put, bring something back real quick. Now that we're now that Danielle works with us and is is our friend, we don't have to pay for ambulances anymore, right? <laughs> is that how that works? It's true. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. If that's, I'm that's on duty and you're in my service area, it is okay. actually true. I'm a, I'm a volunteer EMT on a volunteer oh. ambulance, so I don't have to charge you. That's awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Gonna, so I'll just make sure to fall. I'm going to get sick in New York. In New York. Yeah. yeah. That's just, <laughs> hey, let's go to New York and get let's sick. You're in Bushwick or Ridgewood on a day I'm volunteering. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just schedule. I've said it before. All, just, all of you just move to Fargo, and like you'll save so much money. Yeah, and then all, we all three ambulances will all be three. able to come. <laughs> well, Danielle's um, going to bring a fourth one with her, so. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I'll drive sense. it over, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah, that's how I get there. Uh-huh. Oh, why the fuck isn't Surgeon Simulator a very good game? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Surgeon Simulator is not one of the top 50 games. It's a very good joke. Okay, you we got to gotta talk what about dots. dots. Hey, what the fuck hey, is folks, Dots? In the next 15 minutes, we need to get through these, okay. these yeah, yeah, nine yeah, games. Yeah, 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 yeah. What the fuck is Dots? Dots is a mobile game where you connect dots and make them squares. Dots, is, dots is also the worst movie candy, so do not put this on the list. <laughs> dots, dots, dots is not better than threes, so Dots is off the list. But oh, I would shit. say I would say I would also agree with you though that Dots before I played threes, mm-hmm. Dots occupied the yeah. same space of mm-hmm. oh my uh, my wa- my wife is trying on clothes <laughs> and I'm I'm well, loitering I'm loitering life. by the. I'm loitering by the, the Nordstrom's, Nordstrom's uh, 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 dressing, dressing room, room. Yeah. and have no signal. Yeah. So I need to do something. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going squares. to play dots. <laughs> yeah. And then when threes came out, then that became threes. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Like dots at, is at good. At the anthropology but... the other day, mm-hmm. I played threes. Yeah. So. Yeah. So dots, dots is good, off but this list. can hop off this list. <laughs> okay. Okay, I had a vague idea of what Dots is. I have no fucking idea what Urquan Masters yeah, what, is. Is this real? Wait, what? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Urquan okay. Masters HD. Quan, what? Quan? Okay. Wait, who put this where, on? Wait, where do I so it's, Where so do it's I store, fucking start? Just, oh my god, it's Star okay. Control 2. It's Star Control 2. Ur- ah. <laughs> okay, okay, everyone, everyone shut up. <laughs> Everyone shut up. Because... Merritt has been possessed by the spirit of John. <laughs> Star Control up. 2 is one of maybe my favorite game of all time. Okay. Uh and I snuck it on here because it had an HD re-release in 2013. And now, is that the, just an up-res, or is that a real remake? No, I mean, they they redid all of the art. Okay. Like, they, yeah, re, you can, they redrew. You can get it. And, and, Steven, you can get it on SourceForge.net. Yeah, okay. So, the reason it's called Urquan Masters is because uh, they lost the rights to the name Star Control. Mm. And 
there was that whole fucking fiasco with where there was like the Star Control game by Stardock, which was bad. Right. Oh, oh right. Uh, Star Control right. Origins or whatever. Yeah. And then they was... settled in there like agreeing to make yogurt or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was hun- uh, bees, I think. Honey, they yeah, were raising bee, bees. Yeah, 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 raising bees. Uh, mostly, I just wanted to get this on the podcast. Um, but uh, <laughs> well, I've also heard saying that this... the words. I also, know... it Star Control one and two hit Steam this mm. decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, uh. I I will say like I maybe in, maybe in a list of like the top 100 games of all time or something like that because I have I have no idea what Star Control is but I do know that people who talk about Star Control talk about it like it's one of the most seminal games ever made like Star Control two in particular. Okay, basically, like Mass Effect wouldn't exist if Star Control didn't right. exist. Damn. And Mass Effect did die this decade, so <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't have to put it, it on, but I just okay. wanted to talk about it. Sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, we right. are short. Yeah, like, we are we short. Could, it could well, still there's, make there's it. A a bunch of, there's a bunch of bolded games, if you go backwards, that oh, yeah. we still need to repeat. Oh, God, Jesus, God, okay, yeah. PT. Um, it has yes. to be. It has yeah. to be. Yes. I think so. Easily. You can't even play it anymore. The best, yeah, it was so good. It yeah. is a ghost. It's a ghost. Yeah, I'm. Yes, yeah. I don't but, even think we need to talk about it's not it. Really not really. Game. No, it's, uh, it's the, thing really about, the, the only thing I was going to say about PT is if there, if somebody wants to argue against us, I'm not saying somebody in this call, but if somebody wanted to comment at us and say like, well, it's not even a real video game or whatever, it's like it's not a game. The the complete experience of what PT was is ever going to be is there. That is what the it fucking, is. The fucking toaster screensaver on my PC is more. <laughs> <laughs> Uh huh. Um, okay, so John, you're against it. I take it. I'm being, I'm being, I'm being a total dick. This is good. This is a good game. PT, PT, like very. It's very good. Yeah. It's, it's the best it's good game has ever made. Well, the, let's not discount Castlevania: Lords of Shadow. Boktai, so Wolfenstein, the New Colossus, and Wolfenstein: The New Order. I appreciate that we didn't even need to consider Super Mario Galaxy Two being on no. this list. Okay, yeah, it should be. Can, I, can I, I just say? Yeah. Uh, second best 3D Mario game of all time. Yeah, what's, what's the, the first? What's the first? Mario sixty four. Thank oh. you, Merritt. Thank Mario sixty four. Thank uh, you, Galaxy two. Thank you, Merit. Odyssey. Uh, 3D Land. We had a whole conversation. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Sunshine 3D, is Sunshine 3D is above three D Land. Oh, uh, no. yeah, I, I was so with you. What are you doing? <laughs> no, are you I'm, doing? I'm with are you, you, but Odyssey is lower on the list. I am with Whoa. you that Sunshine is high on the list. Sunshine, 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 Sunshine is four. No, here's the correct ranking. Sunshine is like a, a hard twelve. It's <laughs> There's it's, only seven, as far as I know. It's the, it's the three. It's whatever the 3D one was on the 3DS. Yeah, yeah 3D, 3D Land. That's, yeah. that's 3D Land. That's, the one that's number one. That's number one. Odyssey is number two. You're that's a Zoomer. Fine. Okay, Zoomer. <laughs> Odyssey is number I have a two. Day. Uh, and then Super Mario 64 is so low on the list. What are you, what? Nikki? Aww. Nikki, have you played it? Yeah, I have. Buddy! On oh, wait, on what? On what? I was a toddler <laughs> when I played it. You played on the Ouya? Please. Oh, shit. The I'm controller afraid. was so big for my hands. Yeah, of course, <laughs> because you were a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had those little ravioli hands. I couldn't. <laughs> 
Wolfenstein was, and Wolfenstein well, I, 2 don't need to be on this list. No, no, we have to get everyone's ranking on here, okay? The ranking is 64, okay? Galaxy 2, okay? 3D Land, Odyssey, Galaxy 1, don't interrupt me. Uh, the, 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 the 64 disk drive demo of, uh, 128. Oh yeah, the one we did Mario. Yeah, that one. Uh, 3D World, okay. Um, Banjo-Tooie. Okay. Then Banjo-Kazooie. Then Glover, okay. How about Gex? Then Gex 3D, okay. Deep cover Then... Then t- a hat in time, okay. <laughs> then it's then it's sunshine. Okay. Yeah. Sunshine's so good. Incorrect. Sunshine yeah, is sunshine so is good. The the best Zelda is the one you played first. No, the best. No, Honey, that that was true, but that is also hey. not what I meant. The best Mario is the one you played first. That's not true. I mean, it is for me because I played two. Well, original, I will Mar- say everybody original, on this call who's over Mario twenty-five is, is like the best. Super Mario. Mario sixty-four is the best one. Yeah, it is. Only three D Mario's count. Sorry. Okay. Whoa. Well, the, no. Yeah. We're, no. I, we were just talking about three D Mario's. Yeah. Yeah, we were. Okay. I guess we have to move on. Yeah. yeah let's move on. It's on the list. Why? Yeah. Off this list. Wolfenstein and Wolfenstein Two are fantastic games. They're not some of the best fifty no. games. No, they also look bad and have bad level design. Yep. We can just no, move I on. Love, we don't I love have to do this. It's already off oh, the list. Okay. All right. Subnautica uh, is an incredible game. It made me Ocean like... Ocean Minecraft. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is it, made me, it made me like those kinds of games because it had this whole kind of like that... It's like this non-violent... Like, you can't kill any enemies in Subnautica. It's got... What's what's cool about Subnautica, what I really love about Subnautica, is that it is so committed to the idea of, like, making... And it's actually kind of one of the things that makes me most interested in another game on this list, which is Death Stranding, which you start that game, you have nothing. You have, like, literally nothing. You have, like, a knife that you can cut coral with or whatever, and you have to, like, craft stuff from there. And then you make, like, flippers, and the flippers give you, like, a 10% speed bonus to swimming. 30, 40 hours into that game, you have a, like, mobile mini-sub base that you can dock a mech into and then get into the mech, which that has a bionic commando swinging arm that you can swing from mushrooms with, and, like, you're building a spaceship to escape this uh, horrible planet or whatever, and the, it's the the arc of, like, how, where you start in that game versus where you eventually end up and, like, the different ways that it allows you to explore using those tools is so good, and... Also, the core reveal of that game, which I can't remember if I've ever talked about on the podcast or not. You can, maybe one of you guys can remind me if I've ever there, said this. No, I know. There's there no. a whale? N- well, no, there's a weird, horrible, like, squid monster kraken with an old man face that if you get too close to the crashed ship, it will attack you and try to kill you. Um, the co- so at the beginning of that game, you are, in a, you are in a sole survivor of a spaceship crash on, like, an uncharted water world planet. Um... You are in an escape pod. You can see in the distance the like commercial ship you were on uh, burning in the ocean, um, falling into the ocean or whatever. You build stuff. You you build a radio. You repair some stuff. You you do this that and the other thing. Eventually, you get a you intercept like a transmission that like another spaceship has found you. This is like within the first like five hours of the game. Another spaceship has found you and they're like, oh, we're gonna come rescue you. We we picked up your SOS. You're like really lucky because we we're like out here in the middle of nowhere. Nobody else would ever find you. So. So, yeah, it's great. Uh, be at these local, like at this location 
in 40 real-time minutes. And you have, like, 40 real-time minutes to build up your, you know, whatever it is you need to get over there. Make sure you have enough, like, food and water to, to make the trip. You get over there, and it's like, uh, they're like, oh, yeah, we found a, thin this is mostly a water planet, but there's, like, a couple of islands here and there. We found a big enough place to land. And you go to the island, and you're like, oh, sweet, okay, like, I guess something else is going to be happening now. You're not, it's not really clear what's going to happen. You get to the uh, the big island, there's like a mountain in your way. You, uh, In my experience, you know, it's an open-ended thing, and it's a real-time timer, so it can be anything, I guess. Technically, different experiences could have happened. But for me, it was like, I had like three minutes left on my timer to get to these coordinates to get rescued by this ship. I get to the island, there's a big mountain in my way, the coordinates are on the other side of the mountain. I walk around the mountain... Suddenly, on this uninhabited, on like water planet or whatever, there are alien ruins, like Hell yeah. it, that look like the fucking Borg cube from Star Trek, like just kind of like sitting there, abandoned with no people in them or whatever. And it's like, what the fuck is this? Timer gets down to like thirty seconds, and the people are like, "All right, we're we're coming in for a landing. We'll see you in a second. The Borg cube thing activates, turns into a giant gun, shoots down the ship that is you can see in the sky coming towards you. It like crashes, kills them all, or whatever. And then you have to like then you're the next the next objective in that game is like now get inside those alien ruins, figure out what the fuck is going on, and then the game just keeps like throwing more reveals and weird wild shit at you like that throughout the rest of the game. It made story like a single player story that is based entirely around a game that is just exploration work That's and cool. it's super super cool i love that game i, I really really love it uh i have heard some similar things about death stranding in the in the sense of like that you go from like just walking to like you know you get some wild shit by the end of that game my is my understanding but so i'm kind of interested in that but i said my piece about subnautica i don't know if it's going to get the support on here because we're getting down to the wire uh, i don't know <laughs> I think wow, strong argument coming out from John Warren. So, I don't know. It seems like a real, uh, you know. Well, the well, the game doesn't mean anything to me as someone who hasn't played it. Uh, it did take over YouTube for basically two years. Yeah, like it was the game that everyone was playing every single update. Yeah, for it's, a long time. It, it was, a, it was a really that, good early access release. Y'all ever, ever play that uh, underwater exploration game on the Wii? Ever played Minecraft but space? Yes. Um, I do the know what game you're talking. About. Oh yeah. Yes. No, yeah. I know. I played both. There oh. were two of them. I reviewed them yeah. both. Yeah, you can like take pictures and discover yeah. animals. When did Electroplankton come out? <laughs> That's better. Fuck you. Yeah. I don't. It was like 2011. <laughs> I'll just play Electro. I haven't played watch Subnautica. We've got two Wait. games left on this list that we need to review. Wait, guys, when did the when did the Wii come out? 2006. Oh, yeah, like ages ago. Like, it's like, are there any Wii ago. games? <laughs> yeah. No, there are no Wii games. Well, Just Dance. Galaxy 2 might be the only one on our can list, we, but yeah. Can Just Dance 2020 be the best Wii game of the year? Yeah, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the Wii game of the year. Yeah. All right, um, so are we going to talk I about only, Marvel I put Spider Marvel Spider-Man on there because it's the best Batman Arkham game that was made this decade. Ooh, wow, I disagree with That's that. That's an um, interesting point, wait, 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 when did Arkham Asylum come out? Before oh, that was no way. 2009. 2009. Okay. Yeah. yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. no, you're right. That is, that is the best one to <laughs> yeah. um, It doesn't good. do anything, it doesn't do anything wild. It was, 
it was the second best uh, Spider-Man story we got that year. You know what it also w- did really well? It it loved cops a lot. It did love cops. It, did. it, did. it was super yeah, into cops. I was going to get there. You, were you? Yeah, I, I were you was going to get there. I was going to get you were, there. You were like, I love Spider-Man so much. This game no, was very good. No, I was going to talk about Miles. relationship with cops is totally acceptable. <laughs> yeah, Move that's on. what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, Anyways, number one on the list. That, that's, um, it's, that story is really, really good. The Doc Ock stuff good. that they do. Yeah. Is, is it's extremely a good story, the, and and the, just the idea that uh, this version of Peter Parker is so fucking scatterbrained that yeah. he forgot that he bought seventy five Jansports <laughs> and <laughs> scattered them across New York City, put them at the tops of buildings. No, no, it's just gold to me. He didn't buy it. Uh, there's one of those backpacks. They explained that he like won oh. some fucking like Oscorp contest <laughs> for a really? lifetime supply of free backpacks. <laughs> I, I, I do genuinely love that because it gave me a window to in if like um, if like uh, uh, if my wife got superpowers and just left mm-hmm. her sunglasses yeah. everywhere. That's pretty much like that's pretty much what she does. It's just yeah. like we just find sunglasses in the fridge and in my glove like, compartment. These ones are cool. And uh, but, you know, no, across town. It actually, to me, it kind of makes sense because like literally every time you ever see Spider-Man in a comic, he's like, "Oh, no, I'm in my like, civilian clothes. I need to throw a fucking like my backpack up on a thing or whatever." No, like we're yeah. we're goofing, but I actually thought it was like yeah, kind of a funny, good. like good. good that being said, design. All right. That being said, the I, combat in the game is not great. Can I just say, I'm really proud of all of us for not saying the phrase. It really makes you feel like Spider-Man. Oh, oh. Well, you said it. though, is the thing. Yeah, no, but that was thing. quoting it. So. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. you were saying you were saying someone else said it. Yeah. No, I have never felt like Spider-Man in my life. I felt like Spider-Man yesterday. I did. I did go to the Spider Pavilion at the That's Natural nothing. Science Museum. <laughs> That's hell. And, and I did feel <laughs> yeah. like yeah. Spider-Man yeah. then. Um, I just felt. Well, here's I felt the other inundated thing with spiders. <laughs> here's the thing about that too. Anybody who says that isn't thinking very hard because be feeling like spider-man would fucking suck his entire character trait is that like he is pulled in so many directions that every part of his life is a complete shambles yeah, like but i I'll, dressed up as spider-man yesterday and i felt pretty cool so well that's miles morales Game he's got year. like a he's got a mom and dad who love him that's true that's well, they are, one of them is a cop one of them well kind in the movie he's a cop he's, he's definitely not a cop in the fucking comics uh, so, we, have, we have literally we have like two minutes. Two minutes. Oh, all right, I just want to give the slightest the slightest pushback on this. I know we all know I have an anti Spider Man bias. I know, mm-hmm. blah, 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 it's fine. Well, it's fine. We're not putting it on the list. But, it's off. but, oh. Yeah, it's off the list. Okay, I how did I we'll misunderstand that? Let's move on. Yeah, Let's move on. Wreckfest. <laughs> what? No, it's Nikki put it as a joke. Get Dilla, it out. It's Dylan and I's game of Delete, the delete, delete. It's gone. Delete all pictures of Wreckfest. Is anybody... Is this also a Dylan. joke? No, this isn't no. Dylan. I mean, it's like... It's been <laughs> for like four years. You know what? Let's get a Dylan one on here. I you know Dylan's what? Yeah. Literally the first time Dylan animal, has expressed we'll, any emotion. Yeah. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, let's get it. Let's get it so on So Counter-Strike Go did come out this decade, it huh? It's, it's a bad game, though, so let's cut it. Uh, yeah, I'm fine cutting it. I'm just yeah. adding things that we missed. You can shoot chickens in that game, and they do explode, though. The only thing... Okay, listen. Chicken that technology just, has existed for years. I just want to. I just want to talk about Ark for one second, yeah. and the Dino Lansbury episode of Monster Factory is yeah. still an underrated, <laughs> an underrated favorite of mine. And for that, I just want to say thank you, but mm-hmm. this should not be on the list. Yeah, it's a bad game. 
Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. We've gotten our 50 games of the we decade. We super Thank don't. We super don't. We have 37. <laughs> we have 37 <laughs> we games chosen. We super don't. We have 37. So we have cut down gonna, the list significantly. We're going to have to quadruple the amount of these that we thought we were going to do. <laughs> Guys, uh, we're, 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 no, we are rules. four hours in. At this rate, it'll take us 16 no, hours. I, I think, no, 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 no. We only have to add, what, 13 more? Yeah, thirteen yeah, more. Yeah, we have to add Look, this is so easy. Just add prey. <laughs> no, no, you know this what? is. I mean, you know what, Daniel, this is going Daniel, to be. Daniel, I super agree with Don't you. Don't we need sixty so we can eliminate ten? No, this is eliminating. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're, not, we're now just, not doing. That. I just love that the. I love that the 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 document is called Game of the Decade Top Sixty. There are one hundred and forty three. Yeah, we can't list. count. <laughs> no one is it's accused 50. us. It's it's fifty is the number, right? We did yes, lose we our abacus at some point. Oh, we also did forget to talk about Fortnite. We don't need to. Get it off. Okay. Okay. Are we having that, honestly? That's Fine it. with me. Can I cut it? I don't want like it on there. I, 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 don't like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I, don't I tried. Like it. I gave it Let's a... Let's take a stand against Fortnite, you know? Yeah, finally... Tim Sweeney. It's fine. It's just not a top fifty. No, There's it's nothing not. wrong yeah. with it. it it's right. popular and well liked. It's whatever. Can we? Yeah, it's all right. Game. Everyone think uh, between now and our next recording. Everyone look at this list and the the ones really that don't have a it. color on them, and think about which you would like to advocate for. And I think that should be the format. Yeah. Is yes. we all? How many of us are there? Six. Six. Yeah. We yeah, all six. pick two games we that we want to advocate for, and, and we Dylan should coordinate to, so that they're not the same. Dylan has to pick the thirteenth. Yes, agreed, agreed. Can I, can yeah, I, well, can I ask? Because we all get two, and, and then get you one. get an extra. Oh, can we, can okay. we cut Dragon Age no, 2 and Inquisition, Inquisition off of here right now? Can oh, we cut yeah. what? Dragon Age 2 and Inquisition. Inquisition. Yeah. We, oh, we, yeah. Uh, hey, sure. we really genuinely have to stop. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, okay. no, I'm just, I'm, that's why I'm trying to throw one out there. Anyway. Okay. No, 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 we're actually done the podcast. Um... Okay, I guess right. that's it, right? All right. All right. Thanks, yeah. everybody, for listening. This has been another episode of the Game of the Decade. We will be back with our final episode of the preliminary... The preliminary. Okay. Sorry, it sounded like you hung up the call. <laughs> yeah, I thought you just hung up, but I this is I just talk really fast. I have to head coffee. Yeah, um, thanks, everyone. This has been yeah. uh, the third episode of the Game of the Decade for Fanbyte.com, where we are. It will be the last. We will have one more episode. <laughs> second. Let's <laughs> go. Second. We'll, it's the second, we'll, second one. Second one. Okay. Bye. Follow us. Bye. 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 <laughs>